Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 89, The P-Factor, How to Maximize Your Potential and Live Your Very Best Life. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. My name is Brian Holmes, and you have found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams, and equipping you to become all that you can be. Well, it's going to be an awesome program today. We are dealing with a incredible topic that I think will benefit you in a great way. In fact, uh, the title itself is sort of intriguing, don't you think? The P Factor. I can't wait to get into this with you, everybody. Let's get started right now. Open your minds, open your hearts, and let's do this thing. Again, thanks for being here today on the program. Always a pleasure, always an honor to have you with us on this journey of becoming people of purpose, living strategically, living with passion, living with power, living with influence. And I'm so grateful that you've taken time out of your day to engage with us here. I am a firm believer that every person ever born has the potential to do something significant with their lives. In fact, I've stated in many previous episodes that success is no respecter of persons. It's attainable by anybody who is willing to follow certain principles and to work diligently to achieve whatever their goals may be. And I've discovered that a number of these principles are really pretty obvious, and some of them maybe are a little bit more ambiguous. But I believe with all of my heart that there are formulas, there are keys that assure us unusual success, unusual blessing and prosperity and joy and fulfillment. For the purposes of this episode, I want to call this the P factor. That's the letter P, by the way, the P factor. We're going to talk about seven P's that make up this factor, this formula, this component-driven idea that helps us to become all we can be. Every particular component of this P factor formula is found in the greatest success book ever written. That is, of course, the Bible. Now, while I may or may not utilize some proverb or passage from that great book, each one of these principles have been proven over hundreds of years to consistently bring results and change the course of people's lives. So for the next few minutes, I want to share with you what I call the P factor, how to maximize your potential and live your very best life. So, Brian, this is a crazy title to this episode. Now, how to maximize your potential and live your very best life. That's powerful. That's good. I get that. But what in the heck? is the P factor. That doesn't even sound kosher. Well, I wanted to grab your attention, and I hope that I have. So I want to talk to you today about the seven Ps that make up this very powerful matrix. I believe if we were to practice the seven Ps, 
that we would find our life moving ahead at a tremendous pace. In fact, I believe we would see transformational results in a very short space of time. So you say, what are the seven Ps? Well, let me share them with you, and then we're going to spend some time on each of them. The seven Ps. Number one, priorities. Number two, planning. Number three, preparation. Number four, pursuing. Number five, patience. Number six, persistence. Number seven, performance. Priorities, planning, preparation, pursuing, patience, persistence, and performance. Let's go through each of these and just spend some time on each one individually and sort of unpack the significance of each of these. Number one, priorities. A priority, very simply, is something that has been identified as being more important than something else. You get that? When I deem something as having priority in my life, it means there are other things that have taken a back seat to what I've described now as my priority. In other words, my priority is more important to me than the other things. It's imperative in each of our lives that we know clearly what is most important. Is it family? Is it building wealth? Is it just surviving and putting food on the table? Is it spending meaningful time with those that we love? Is it entertainment or is it recreation? And I could go on with listing all types of things that we live out as our priorities. The truth is that we we behave and we live out, we make choices and decisions every day based on what our true priorities really are. What we do is actually the evidence of where our priorities lie. Think about it. Now, someone who says they have a priority on spending time with their family, yet they're never home, they're never present, even if they're under the same roof, they're, they're off watching TV or uh, you know hanging out in the backyard or sitting in the garage drinking a cold one, uh, but they're never present. Someone who says the right thing about what their priorities should be, but yet they don't live that, well, they're just fooling themselves. Their conscious demands that they say, okay, it's a priority to me to be with my family, but their actions indicate otherwise. A person who says that saving money and building wealth for their family's long-term security and, and maybe leaving an inheritance for their kids, if they say that's a priority, but they're constantly spending more money than they make on things that don't even matter, well, that person's lying to themselves. A person who says they want to build a business by creating content or providing a service or writing a book or acquiring more clients, but they spend all of their time on busy work, or maybe they spend all their time on the golf course. Now look, some things that we do, are they may look important or appear important, or we might be able to convince ourselves that they are important. But if they're not moving the ball down the field, so to speak, then we're not really living the priority. So as it relates to priorities, I want to encourage you to examine the evidence in your life. Where are your priorities really? Well, All you have to do is just look at the fruit of your life. Look at what you're spending your time, energy, and money on doing. This will indicate to you where your priorities are. Where are your priorities? Do they need adjusting? Number two, planning. The second P in this matrix is planning. I have come to believe that most people wake up every day having no plan as to how they're going to spend their time or their energy. I believe that most people uh, get up every day with no plan as to how they're going to systematically accomplish 
tasks or things they say are important in their lives. We say that we have, we want to spend meaningful time doing X, but we don't put that on the calendar and block time for that. It's my very firm belief that in order to be successful, each person needs and should have a strategic plan for their life for each year, for possibly each month, certainly each week, and definitely should have a plan for each day. And the things that are on that plan for each day should reflect what's most important in my life. Think about it. How can we arrive at a destination for which we've not planned? How can we navigate the important steps along the way? These steps being critical maybe to our personal growth or to the expansion of our knowledge base or our competencies. These steps along the way being important as we are garnering new experiences and adding value and wisdom to our lives. How can we possibly navigate those steps if we don't have a plan? How can you measure progress if you've not identified the landmarks that must be crossed as you're walking out the journey toward reaching a goal? There's an incredible proverb in the book of Habakkuk in the Bible that says, write the vision, make it very clear so that the one who reads it and follows it may run, may execute, may do well. He's saying here that it's critical that you have a plan and a vision for where you're going. Have a vision, have a goal in mind, have a plan to get there. And then if you will take time every day to follow that plan, read that plan, uh, really understand that plan, you will do well executing that plan. I'd like to suggest to you that you and I need to develop the discipline of planning. Here's the thing. Either we live our life intentionally or our life will unfold before us and we will not accomplish the things we were created to do. So planning, a critically important component in the matrix, matrix of success. Number three, preparation. Now I want to talk about this one for a few minutes because we live in a culture that is rife with instant gratification mindset. We want what we want, and we want it now without really paying the price for it. We've been conditioned to expect everything quick. If you go through the drive through at Starbucks or any other place, and you don't get service in a manner that you have somehow factored as being timely, we get upset because we, we, don't, we don't want to wait for the things that we desire. We're dealing with this mindset in our culture that is called entitlement. We walk around as if somebody owes us something, and we don't want to pay the price for it. We don't want to do the work to accomplish it or to attain it. We, we don't want to put the time in that's necessary to develop something or grow something or build something. We just want to step into it as if it's been ours all along. So here's the deal. If you and I want to be great, we have to be good first. If we want to be good, we have to be average or so-so for a little while. If we want to be average or so-so, there's a good chance we're going to be really bad at something first, which means we're going to have to put some time in in preparation. That's gaining an education, working out, building competencies, strengthening ourselves in our mind, our spirit, our body. All of these levels, bad, so-so, average, good, great, all those levels are attainable. But whether or not you and I achieve that new level is dependent on our willingness to work hard at it, 
to put the time in, to prepare. Think about it. A marathon runner trains for months, months, every day just to run one marathon. A professional golfer hits thousands of golf balls every single day. And in that same day, they go to the gym and they do strength training. They work with their swing coach. They work with their mental coach. And they are spending hours upon hours upon hours every single day preparing to go out and play one round of golf. The gymnast begins when he or she is just a couple of years old and they choose for whatever reason to forego all the regular activities that most kids experience in childhood so they can prepare in the gym every day so they can work on their strength every day so they can be coached every day. They prepare for years for an opportunity to perform on the big stage preparation, the music enthusiast, the musician or the singer prepares for hours and practices his or her craft. They humble themselves and just are willing to do the solo for the church choir, or they sing in the high school band, or they play at coffee shops. They practice their vocals. They, they train with a vo- vocal coach. They spend hours every day listening to music, assimilating music, writing music, preparing, hoping that one day they get that break. I could go on and on with examples like this all day long, but preparation is paramount to our success. A few weeks ago on another episode, I said this, it is impossible to perform at a level for which you have not prepared. You cannot perform at a high level if you've not put in the preparation for that level. You might get on the stage and perform, but it will not arrive or attain to the level that you'd like to perform at if you've not prepared for it. How do I prepare? How do I prepare? Reading, conferences, training, coaching, practice, you prepare. Let me say it like this. The opportunities that present themselves to us will be, in fact, proportionate to the preparation we've put in. Don't be surprised if doors don't open because it's not its not the doors open, then you prepare. No, you prepare and then the doors open. Preparation, that's number three. Number four, pursuing. You say, well, that's strange. Well, let me explain what I mean by this. This is the component that involves engaging in meaningful and purposeful activity. It's the doing part. Preparation is critical. At some point, though, you've got to come out of the gym, suit up, and get in the game. Now, I personally believe that preparation is a lifetime process because I don't consider myself to have ever arrived at my end game. I believe that whatever level I'm on today There is a greater level to attain to. So I have to master this level that I'm on now in order to have the opportunity to go to the next level. But to master this level that I'm on presently, I have to actually engage in the pursuit of my dreams and goals on this present level. Preparation never ends because you're always attaining to a new level. But while I'm here, I have to pursue aggressively those landmarks, those goals, those meaningful places where I know that progress is being made. Listen, I know a lot of people who read a lot of books. They attend every conference. They talk all the time about what they would love to do in theory, but they never make the mental leap, which is the decision to actually go do it. So you and I must come to a place where we make up our minds to pursue everything our hearts desires. It's a mental 
moment where you say, I will go after this. I will pursue this. So before we really do anything, we have to decide that we're worth it. We have to decide that we have it in us to do it. We have to decide that God wants it for us. We have to know that our life matters and that someone is waiting for us to show up with a solution to their problem. Pursuit, the pursuit. We have to pursue our destiny with passion, with purpose, with clarity, which means we have to get off the sideline and get engaged in doing. It's a moment of truth. It's the moment we decide to pursue. Number five, patience. Oh boy, everybody needs some and nobody wants to talk about it. As I said at the beginning of this episode, we live in a day where instant is not fast enough. It's this get-rich-quick idea. It's lose weight fast. It's earn your degree in 30 days. It's blah, blah, blah. It's all this. The marketing we are bombarded with every day is geared around making us believe that we can have what we want and have it yesterday. But some things in life, ladies and gentlemen, they just take time. It takes time to build a successful marriage. It takes time to build your mind to grow in knowledge. It takes time. You got to read some books. You got to learn some things. It takes time to build a solid business. Yeah. It takes time to build a ministry. It takes time to become good at something. It takes time to build that friendship. I'm reminded of a story that I heard a number of years ago. There's an incredible leader in our city who was building a phenomenal church, actually, a ministry, and it was in the early years, maybe four, five, six years into this church's existence, and some of his founders and and some of his members came to him and said, man, what's the deal? We're just not growing. We're not, doesn't seem like anything's really happening, and, you know, why, why are we not running 300 members or 500 why is it not happening pastor what's hap- what's the deal and i'll never forget what this person shared with us that he shared with those people at that time he said here's the thing it doesn't take but about 30 seconds to grow a weed think about it just a, the right environment a weed can grow overnight but a weed does not have a substantial root system therefore the first trauma that it experiences, it's gone. It can be uprooted quickly. It can be burned quickly. It can be, uh, if, if there's a drought, it's going to be the first thing that dies because a weed doesn't have the root system and the, the depth of, and the scope of development to last time. He says, it doesn't take any time to build a weed or grow a weed. He says, but it takes years to grow an oak tree. He says, but once that oak tree is developed and grown, it provides shade for generations. Patience, patience. We oftentimes look at people around us that are doing similar things that we're doing, and they're clicking on all cylinders, and they've been uh, experiencing great success, and they're doing well financially, or their their marriage is, is just incredible. Well, I would suggest to you that if you really sat down and talked to them, which I would suggest doing, by the way, you would find out that it took them years of patient growth, patient development, patient cultivation to get where they are. We want what they have today without spending the time to get there. My encouragement to you is understand patience is a virtue. It really is the law of sowing and reaping. Spend time sowing, cultivating, nurturing. At some point, your harvest will come, but you must be patient. Component number six in the seven Ps persistence. 
Every great dream will face incredible resistance. Oh, yeah. Every great undertaking, everything you ever embark on in life as a meaningful goal, it will know the sting of setback. Every great goal will be challenged by obstacles or by unbelief. Everything you ever endeavor to do will face some form of challenge. And you think, well, you know, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. I I get that. But we have a really screwed up idea of what failure is. Failure is not the enemy of success. Quitting is. I'm going to say that again. Failure is not the enemy of success. Quitting is. In fact, the only way in my mind to ultimately fail at anything is to stop before you reach the desired outcome. Persistence is that quality where a person continues in a forward motion in spite of what the external evidence is saying. Persistence is that quality where you and I, when faced with great difficulty, we say, you know what, I may not be moving quickly, but I will continue in my quest to achieve, to accomplish, and to carry out this meaningful goal in my life. Persistence is staying the course. Persistence is, when necessary, adjusting the course. But persistence is always continuing toward the goal. I promise you, if you ever do anything significant in life, you will be challenged to quit thousands of times. But I'm going to say, as Winston Churchill once did to a graduating class, never, 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 never give up. Never quit. Your dream is worthy of one more push. Persistence. Last, but certainly not least, the seventh P, performance. I want to say to you that there is a stage that you have been built for. That's right. There's a stage that's been built specifically for you. There is a significant contribution that you are called and created to make in this life. There is literally a generation, a people group that is waiting for you to step up, to be the person that you have determined to be. You can dream about doing something all your life. You can be the big dreamer and actually miss the moment of opportunity that God puts right in front of you. At some point, you have to perform to the capacity for which you are created. You're not performing in the sense of performing for people's accolades or for their approval or to meet their expectations. You're performing for one person. You're performing for the designer. You're performing for the the God who created you in his image, his likeness, and the God that created you for a specific purpose. You're performing to show him that his word is true. You and I must be willing to step up. Imagine if you were a singer, a great singer, and you had been practicing and developing your craft for many, many days. You've been rehearsing with the band and moving in the direction of of preparing for performance, but then when it comes time for the stage that's been prepared for you, for you to step out on that stage, you get the heebie-jeebies and you decide, no, I, I, I just, I'm going to stay over here and just, I'm going to be the guy who, you know, could have. No, you've got to be willing to step out onto that stage. You've got to be willing to give that speech. You've got to be willing to, to go into that classroom. You've got to be willing to perform in that theater. You've got to be willing to uh, be the guy behind the camera or in front of the camera and get on that screen. You've got to be the person on that ball field or that basketball court or that hockey stadium. You've got to be the person who is performing like God created you to perform in the boardroom, in the marketplace, in that government office, or on that job. You have to perform, not for anybody, but for you and for the creator. What does perform mean? 
Perform, the word, by definition, simply means to carry out, to accomplish, or to fulfill an action, a task, or a function. Nobody wants you to jump through hoops or to balance all kinds of balls on your fingertips or to to be juggling 14 things at one time. No, I'm not talking about performing for people. I'm talking about performing for purpose. You're called to step up and perform. I'll review very quickly the seven Ps that make up what I call the P factor. Priorities, planning, preparation, pursuing, patience, persistence, and performance. Let me say them like this. What if we what if we shifted it a bit and we said action steps for you? Prioritize, plan, prepare, pursue, be patient, be persistent, and perform well. Ladies and gentlemen, the seven Ps. It's the P factor. How to maximize your potential, live your very best life, and be the person that God created you to be. I'm going to leave you with these questions concerning these seven Ps. Are you living your priorities? Really? Evaluate those. Look at them closely. Have you taken the time to develop a strategic plan for your life, for your year, for your month, for your week, for your day? Are you focused on the right things as it relates to preparing for your stage? Are you pursuing the things that God has placed in your path? Are you going after the things that he's placed in your heart? Are you exercising patience or are you a person who's just trying to see everything happen today and right now and yesterday and get it done? No, are you a person who is willing to be patient and allow the process to unfold naturally and in his time? Will you stick to it or will you quit? Do you have within your heart to be persistent and to keep going when the going gets tough? And lastly, are you ready to step up on your stage and do what you were created to do? Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that you are born for greatness. I want you to take these seven Ps Evaluate your life, look at them, ask yourself these questions, and decide, am I going to live my very best life? Well, you can find all the show notes and the links for this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 089. We'd love to hear from you, your comments, your questions. Engage with us certainly on social media. Facebook's where we hang out most of the time. And we'd love to hear your comments on this episode and what this spoke to you about how to pursue your very best life. Well, we are launching our Strategic Living Institute monthly seminar series in the Dallas area. We've pushed that back now to the month of August because of venue challenges. But you can find out all the details about upcoming seminars at brianholmes.com forward slash seminars. I would love so much, wherever you are in the country, if you can come, be a part of that. They're going to be powerful and life-changing, I promise you. If you'd like to have a speak at your event, please visit my speaking page, brianholmes.com forward slash speaking to find out more about how we can work with your organization in that capacity. If you'd like to have us uh, in a coaching relationship or in a consulting relationship with your company, uh, with you as an individual, go to brianholmes.com forward slash coaching to find out more about that. Well, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our weekly updates at brianholmes.com, also to our podcast. You can do that in iTunes, and while you're there subscribing, be sure to leave us a star rating and also a review. Tell us 
how we're doing and encouraging you to become all God's called you to be. Last but not least, I trust that something we've shared today has challenged you to pursue God's very, very best for your life. I believe in you. May God richly bless you. Until next time, take care, everybody.